1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition
2: of Franchise Interviews, where for over 13 years now, we've been asking the Franchise Entrepreneurs one one I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, we're welcoming back Charles Bonsiglio, the CEO and president of Tint World. And since 1982, Tint World has provided high-quality window tinting and vehicle accessories to people who love their cars. And we're going to talk to Charles about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around, because we have a great show.
0: Franchise Teacher.
1: Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business?
0: Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher.
1: The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy.
0: Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors.
1: Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether
0: you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help.
1: We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032.
0: That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews.
1: Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.
2: Hi everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews. Where for over 13 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one one I'm your host Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, we're welcoming back Charles the CEO and President of Tint World. And since 1982, Tint World has provided high-quality window tinting and vehicle accessories to people who love their cars. Hi, Charles. How are you? Welcome back to the show. How you doing, Marty? Very good to be here. Uh, thank you, Charles. It's great to have you back. You know, it feels like yesterday I had you on the show, but I think it was about four, year, four or five years ago, wasn't
3: it? <laughs> uh, it's, it's been a while, and um, I'm glad to be back again and cover some more uh, areas.
2: That's fantastic. Well, you know, because it's interesting, Charles, because, you know, I've done so many of these interviews, you know, I think we're up to about 670 now. And, you know, Tint World was always one that stood out. And I think, you know, one of the reasons, you know, I I loved your story. I remember, um, you know, we were about like 20 years old, I think, when you started this whole thing, weren't you? Maybe you can go back to that day where I think you left New York and you went to Florida, didn't you?
3: Yeah, I was uh, 21 years old and just I bought a one way ticket to Florida from Brooklyn, New York. (laughs) Right. two suitcases in hand and one way ticket down and i was destined to uh, become successful in the automotive field that's amazing what was it charles that you know prompted you it, it's funny
2: because i'm originally from brooklyn new york myself so i, I kind of recognize you still have a little bit of an accent but you know but what was it charles <laughs> that you know you know it t- made you like take that plunge because it was very risky even though you know you're young and you know but what was it that prompted you to say i'm going down to florida i'm going to start a business
3: you know, I, I already right out of uh, high school, I I already entered into several businesses. My family was in business, and out of high yeah. school, I already had a clothing factory and a a, a pizzeria restaurant, and I built wow. a clothing line. And so, I but I was doing things that I learned from my family, and I wanted to uh-huh. learn something on my own. And uh-huh. you know, automotive aftermarket accessories was something that I was really I was really charged up about. So I figured if I counted on my family by staying there. Uh-huh. I would be. I would always follow that path. I wanted to, you know, start my own path and rely right. on my own knowledge and grow. Um, what values did I learn from my family? And you know, it's
2: it's interesting, Charles, because you know, again, as I mentioned, I've been following you now. I mean, I think this is like this was like your 38 years in business. I think you're like 80 plus franchises. Um, was it like four you know, four different countries now? I mean, it's incredible just watching your growth. And I think you've also been voted in the Entrepreneur Top 500 a couple times in your number one here category. I mean, what's, what's all that attributed to? I mean, it's, it's congratulations on that, by the way. It's really
3: fantastic. Well, thank you. It's always a pleasure to, you know, be ranked and, and voted on and, and, you know, get recognition. I like it. We work really hard to do it. And um, we're going to continue to try and, you know, make positive moves to grow our brand. I think if you stay focused on your business and you focused on your franchise success, it's going to overall allow you to grow your business. And and that just wins awards.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Maybe you could talk about your services, Charles, because I don't think, you know, we have a lot of new listeners since we've last had you on the show. You know, and you could talk about, you know, the number of different services that Tint World provides and, and, you know, who are your customers?
3: So, you know, I guess I'll start with customers or anybody, uh, you know, man or female, uh, doesn't matter, anywhere from 20, in the age of around Mm -hmm. 20 to 60. I mean, anybody in that area, a little younger, a little older, but pretty much that's our core customer. And what they want is they want services for their car, typically aftermarket, popular services like window tinting, paint protection, film, detailing, uh, ceramic coating is very big. We do vehicle wraps and car and truck accessories, uh, a lot of safety devices with the way uh, electronic cars are coming today. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, those, those are really big. Um, and then, of course, we yeah. do residential and commercial window film on homes and boats and stuff.
2: And you know, what impresses me is is the industry, Charles. I mean, when I keep looking at your industry, you know, it always looks like there's growth there. I mean, you're part of a, a pretty huge industry, aren't you? I mean, are, are there any like hard numbers as far as you know where the industry's at today?
3: Yeah, the, the aftermarket accessory industry is um, $43 million uh, in 2019, and it's growing every year. Um, and it's a niche business. There's a lot of little niches that we operate within. Um, mm-hmm. really it's, nobody's really been really able to capture that. We focused on these niches, and um, we just did really well with it. And uh, we're capturing an upside market of things that people really want and need for their vehicles and their homes.
2: What's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you, you know, since launching Tint World, Charles? I mean, you, I imagine you have 100 stories you could probably tell me. But does anything stand out over the last, you know, maybe four or five years that, you know, you just kind of say to yourself, wow?
3: Well, One of the most recent things that happened is we opened up our new store in Dubai Um, And that was just an amazing experience. I I went out there with a team of five plus my camera videographer, and he really videoed the whole thing on the plane, all the way there, driving through the desert, meeting the people, the families, going to their homes of people that are my master franchise, helping them put their first door together, and watch how well our brand had gotten received by the people of dubai it was really amazing i learned a lot of things a lot about culture things i didn't even know um and it just that amazed me that you could have a business here that plugs and plays over there so well that was amazing
2: that's incredible. It's a long way from Brooklyn, New York, isn't it, Charles?
3: <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Um, you know, That's it was fantastic. destined to be it. Um, I started in Brooklyn, but you know what? I learned a lot of things in Brooklyn that you really can't learn anywhere else. So, yeah, you, you can't can be savvy by being a Brooklynite.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with that. That's fantastic. Maybe we you know, we could talk about, you know, franchisees, Charles. I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting because Tint World, you know, is one of those. It's a franchise where you, you don't need any experience so i mean what types of characteristics then do you look for in your franchisees when you're when you're meeting with them
3: well, I mean, in, in any business, I mean, but typically this business, you really got to like what you do. People that are mm-hmm. automotive enthusiasts or like the service that we do, if they're into it, that makes them want to do it more, makes them committed. And if they're committed, it, no matter what you're committed to, you will get better and better. So we, th- if they focus on the training, the support, the technical aspect, and they got to be good leaders. I mean, people yeah. want to work for people they like and they trust. So we right. try to really give them everything they need to have a business system that allows them to lead their team and grow and then give customers an excellent experience.
2: That's terrific. What's the training like today, Charles? I mean, do they still come down to corporate headquarters in Florida? How,
3: how does that work? Yes, we have them come down. There's typically three weeks of training Two classroom uh, weeks because there's so much to know about our culture, our brand, and our services, and how do we use our displays and our technology. So there's a lot with that. And we also have a lot of our vendors and our partners come down Mm. and do some training about their products and services right from the manufacturing. And then on the last week, we'll typically bring them into a World store and show them the ropes right behind the counter in the service bays have some training, and then, of course, once they leave training and they go open their business, we send mm-hmm. a team out there to work with them on setting up their displays in their office to make sure every all the fine-tuning is all worked out so they can you know, get off to the races really quickly.
2: How would you describe, um, for our listeners, Charles, how would you describe like a, a typical day as a Tint World franchisee?
3: Well, it could depend on the franchisee and the stage that they're in. Mm-hmm. I always find that there's different franchises in every stage is the brand new one that comes in. And typically if they're a single store owner and they, they come in every day, they'll open up their business and, you know, have a little pep talk with their team and start welcoming calls and responding to leads and answering questions and getting their thing right. going on vehicles that are coming in and some of them be going out on the, on the vehicle, out the vehicle to do home tinting and other services um, car dealership work or marine work. So that's running the day. Um, an owner's life in the day could be uh, working in the store and running their team all the way to. Eventually, going to one or more stores and actually running the community, being focused more on working on the business rather than being in it. Right. And, you know, we have systems that allow you to run it by the numbers, and you know, once you build your team, then your team builds your business and it allows you to grow yeah. even further. And that's really where I come from. I mean, I'm I've been a franchisee first, so I get it. You know, I, I know franchisees. They teach you pretty much how to run one, but learn to run multiple locations and expand and. So many other knowledge points that you really want to learn along the way. That's where the value. I, f- I really want to focus on bringing it to my franchisees. So if it took me 30 years to get where I am, it's going to take uh-huh. them less than 10 to get there if they follow all the things that have that I've learned. I can really streamline the process for them. That's great. What
2: what do you like? It seems like you have and you have this real appreciation for franchising too, Charles. And I wasn't sure, you know, I guess in the beginning, I mean, you weren't even like thinking of franchising, were you? You know, I think it was something that I remember you telling the story once about, I think it was your cousins that got involved in franchising, you know, and I think that kind of like created the spark. But, you know, what do you like most about franchising?
3: Well, it gives you a platform to grow with. I mean, you can mm-hmm. you, know, you can sit around all day trying to think of this is this going to work? Is that going to work? Yeah. How do I do this? How do I invent that? How do I build a website? How do I do marketing? Right. Where do I? How do I build this brand? Or you know, how do I you know grow quicker? Or well, how do I get the vendors to sell to me at a better mm-hmm. price? So all these things that I was learning as an independent guy coming down to build. You know I, I ran into a cousin that started with franchising, and once he did he told me about it, and I was like really i didn 't even know what a franchise was
1: right, once right. I actually
3: signed up and joined and, and i didn 't I didn't even join it just apply for it, and just by telling people around me that I was part I got approved on a fr- franchise immediately wow. people wanted to work for me, banks wanted to lend to me, yeah. uh, you, you know real estate people that were talking to me really didn't want to deal with me on what I wanted to do on my own. But once they found I was a franchise, that that really gave them a spark to say, I want to do business with you, have special programs for that. And so I saw that the value of franchising was going to allow me to focus on just building and being the best I can within any brand. Mm -hmm. And if I just focused on that, it, it would be a lot easier than trying to reinvent myself over and over again because You know, industry changes and and business changes, and so while you're working on your business, the franchise company is evolving the brand and the systems to grow. And and just where you you can focus on your brand, your family, your team that's running your business, and the franchise can worry about all the other uh, evolutions Mm -hmm. of different industries and growth and and what's the next service or product that you're going to be selling and, and offering to consumers. What were your franchisees
2: doing before they became Tint World franchisees, Charles? It sounds like, I mean, there's a, a diverse background, which I, I, I think is great. But, you know, what were some of them doing before becoming
3: franchisees? I mean, it's all over the map. I, yeah. it's really, uh, I've had some of them come, like, really, the parents told them, do you want to go to college or buy your franchise? Which one do you want? And some, I had wow. someone like that. I had, I was 23 years old, came right in, and it was it was really a, a wow. huge success. Um, I, have, I have some people come from doing a lot of traveling for their corporate life, and they they kind of like yeah. cars, and they like the local business that they could be right. around, and it's a service business, so it's not just a product. That's how cheap can you go? It's more of like they want to you know you know provide services. So right. um, that I have people like that. it's corporate people. I have people that were in the construction business, people that were in some other franchise. Maybe they really weren't fond of, and they just. Yeah. related better to a franchisee owner of a franchise or a business right um, i can relate to them because that's really important in franchising is to be able to have the heart of a franchisee but be right. able to have the mind of how to build a franchise system and support them that, that that's something that not every business owner has um and you can acquire it but that's what i've been dealing my whole life with other fellow franchisees of mine I see who does really well and what walks of life have they grown into and the franchisees that didn't because they just didn't work hard enough. So I always felt there's a, a better way to help franchisees grow. And I'm just doing my best to try to make sure that I can get everybody in the million dollar club. That's, that's my goal. If everybody can really get there, I've done my job.
2: I um, once had a, a gentleman on the show many years ago, you, you just reminded me, Charles, um, his name was, I think it was Tom Scarter. I think he was from Brooklyn. But, um, you know, he also said, you know, that there's a lot of people out there, you know, they, they want to be entrepreneurs. But they don't know how to be entrepreneurs, you know, and it kind of reminded me of what you were saying is, you know, it's, it's not easy, you know, coming up with all of the, you know, whether it's the marketing or, you know, the operations and all the relations that you have. And, you know, then you have the economies of scale and um, franchising allows you to do that. It allows you to become an entrepreneur, doesn't it, without knowing about entrepreneurship sometimes.
3: It really does. It gives you the just a focus. Here's what we do. Here's what we do. It here's all the benchmarks of other yeah. franchises that are doing it. And I get in there like, I can do better than that. I can, I can be at the <laughs> top of that class. I have no problem right. with that. So when you, when, when, you ha- when you look at it that way, it's like it's just it's – it's a natural. I mean I, yeah. I have a family and friends that, that actually own multiple franchise brands. Uh, for wow. whatever reason, they found, you know, oh, this one here I like, and I have another a cousin right. that owns a different brand. So it's, it's you have to do what you like and what you love, but there's a lot of ways to make money in franchising rather than trying to rec- recreate and invent the wheel. And it could take years and years to build a franchise system, uh, yeah. you know, and it's, it's, it's a unique business model. Um, And so it's not just running a business, you're really working with people. These are owners that own their own business and share the brand and the system that you operate within. So it's important. That's
2: terrific. Where where do you see Tint World? you know, maybe three years, five years down the road. It was interesting because I, I went back and I listened to the old interview I did with you, Charles, five years ago. And, and you know, it, it seems like you've actually you've you've hit all those goals you, you, you suggested and you even exceeded, you know, I mean, so where do you see Tint World like in another three to five years down the road?
3: Well, thank God that you uh, that I've exceeded the goals that I set back then, because sometimes <laughs> you'll make them. and <laughs> yeah, but at least you try, and you, get, you know know—you're getting there. But I'm yeah. glad that I've met those goals. So where I am right now is, I, I set a model goal. <clears throat> I want to have uh, 300 stores open by 2025. So that's you know that's quite a bit in Great. five years. I have five years to do it. Um, I really was trying to get over the hundred mark in 2019. Didn't mm-hmm. quite get there because of some delays in construction and building. Mm-hmm. But we certainly have them in the pipeline. So uh, we're really ramping up our, our construction team, our real estate team, and our onboarding team so we can actually just really knock it out of the park and get more open on a quicker basis. And then also the operations team. We really want to get more of the upfront training and support in the store because if they get off right and quick, it just takes them so much further, quicker, and we're starting to get a lot of multi-owner unit stores. And so once they start getting to where they're multi-owner, they really got it. They, they, they mm-hmm. can grow multiple right. locations and they can make multiple stre- uh, revenue streams. And that's really really a, another area that's really um, exciting for me to see that growth.
2: What's the best way for our listeners, Charles, to get more information on Tint World? Uh, should they go to the website and, and even the services that, that you provide? Is that the best place to go to?
1: yeah well
3: com is our main consumer site where you can go there and you can find out all the services we do there's also a link on there or you can go directly to com, and that gives a lot of information about who we are what we do how it works the numbers the awards that we've won and received That's and great. you know so uh, you know how it work um, maybe some video testimonies about the company yeah. to get maybe a little video of me talking about how we started some of the videos of the team in in our company. So there's a lot there for them to, uh, they can download a franchise kit or call a customer service.
2: That's fantastic.
3: Well, it's been great to have you on the show
2: again, Charles, and I'm going to invite you back in another several years again, you know, as, as you continue to grow, because I think you have an amazing franchise opportunity and it's always wonderful to talk to someone from Brooklyn, New York.
3: Well, I better make sure that I hit those 300 stores then. <laughs> That's why right. We're going to hold you to that, right? That's, it was great to That's talk great. to you again, Charles. Have a great day. All we'll right, be right thanks. back
2: with more, Good we'll bring back more franchise interviews.